0: Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Whether you're strolling through a magical bamboo grove in Kyoto, Japan, or learning to make pizza in Naples that you'll go on and try to replicate at home a thousand times, you're building special memories that will last a lifetime. That's why people love Viator. It's a website and an app that helps you book almost any travel experience imaginable, ranging from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's truly something for everyone. Viator's traveler experiences also have millions of real traveler reviews. And when you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Fill your next trip with unforgettable memories. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app. Over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. An incredibly deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. With LinkedIn ads, you'll be able to target over 70 million decision makers all in one place. No deep voice required. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. Terms and conditions apply.
1: Hello, bitches. It's 2017. I'm back. I'm Jackie Schimmel, writer and creator of blog turn podcast, The Bitch Bible. Another year, guys. Super exciting. Um, thank you for bearing with me while I took a much needed little break. Andrew has taken this past month off. Not month, I'd say three weeks. Feels like three years. And we've just been doing some wedding shit and decompressing from London and just, you know, doing our thing. So I'm back. I've been watching a lot of television. Andrew's been following me around like a cr- I'm so ready for him to go back to work. <coughs> I cannot even begin to tell you. Listen, I'm not used to spending this much time with him. Love him dearly. Love him like my future husband. But holy fuck. The guy is, he's aimless. He doesn't know what to do with himself. He's been following me around. He just follows me around the house. And it's so annoying. And I am so ready for him To go, you know, bust out beats, DJ James Kennedy style, and leave me the fuck alone. I just want to watch my reality TV in peace without him like trying to connect by asking me 5 million questions, which is sweet. Like, he thinks that he's, you know, that, that, you know, he's making conversation with me. Like, oh, what do you think about that contest? And I'm like, you know what? Just no. Other room. Go throw a ball. Go throw a ball. I don't know. I can't. So it's been fun, but we've we've hit the end of the road, and I'm ready. So, oh, you guys, The Bachelor. It's back. it's Nick, it's It's a fucking shit show. I've always said I like The Bachelor more than The Bachelorette because I like seeing a bunch of bitches in Windsor fashion gowns. Just manipulate and gun for those roses. It's it's like a sad pageant hunger games. I mean, I don't know where they find these bitches, but I love them. And obviously, we're going to talk about Corinne. Because, I, like, yes, okay. The episode this week kicks off with, of course, a scene of the women cheering on the balcony. We love you, Nick! I honestly, I almost took a bat to my TV screen. Like I, what is with this show and the girls on the balconies screaming together in unison? I, I want to punch them all in the face. I want the, I want them all to jump off the balcony. That would be funny. That would be exciting. That would be vindicating. The first group date is a wedding photo shoot. I need to know who the concept people are behind these dates. I mean, after like 55 seasons, things are just, we're just scavenging here. Is that a word? Scavenging? Yeah. It's adorable. All the girls have different theme photo shoots. Corinne says that she is ready to get married to Nick. So he could have an undescended testicle. He could have IBS. He could have a fucking swastika tattooed on his ass. And after 18 hours, she is ready to legally bind herself to him because she loves him. Corinne is my kind of crazy. Okay, I'm into her. Apparently, some of you guys were tweeting me that she's wearing a Kabbalah bracelet, which just it's it takes it to the next level for me. I heart Corinne. That bitch. Is crazy and ruthless. So the girls run out of the mansion and they nearly shit themselves loading into the Volkswagen convertibles. I was honestly so worried that weaves were gonna fly off. Um, it looked windy, there was no windscreen, windows down. And all of these bitches are just like bouncing and running and screaming, woo! Like, uh, why are they running? Did you notice they get out of the convertibles? They go to their photo shoot location, uh, and then they start fucking running through the halls like be less chill. Be less chill. Also, side note, I hate Lacey. <laughs> I have this new found um, habit of just insta-hate. And it's they could be lovely. They could be Mother Teresa. They could be, you know, rescuing baby seals out of the ocean. Some people I just meet and I just hate them. And just, it could be their face. And it's not because of attractiveness level. It has nothing to do with that. It's an energy thing. And I fucking hate Lacey. I do. So sue me. I mean, I probably hate like 35% of all the contestants. Actually, that's a low-balling it. I'd say I hate like 68%. Lacey is pretty. She's pleasant. She looks like she makes, I don't know, like a baked brie, but I want to punch her in the face. That's it. I also like the shark. Uh, Alexis, I think, is her name. She's funny. She's weird. She seems stoned, which I like about her, and she's not overly perky, which is much appreciated as a viewer. Corinne thinks that she's like fucking Gigi Hadid in her bikini and then that other bitch walks out in a loincloth and no top. And I can only imagine Lena Dunham watching this and just like furiously writing an open letter on feminism bullshit, her Lenny letter, whatever. Um, The fact that they made a girl go topless on their first date should be illegal. If they asked me to do that, it would be a whole different situation. I'd need hair extensions down to my fucking kneecaps to cover my tits or bungee cords or an onset surgeon. It's so bizarre. But I love how Corinne was like, she's so lucky. Like, you're really jealous of her vagina leaf? What is wrong with you? So they all do their photo shoot. They all start like you know, sucking face in front of each other, which is when shit really starts to pop off for me because you can see the girls just like just sweating about everything. And it's it kickstarts the competition. Corinne wins the rose and they continue the date at that fucking furniture store. I think I remember this place from last year. I'm not sure why the group dates take place at a fucking Living Spaces showroom. But clearly, times are tough over at ABC. Ugh, Corinne. I love when she says, I wrote this down, Nick held my boobs. He held my boobs. Nobody has ever held my boobs like that. And nobody ever will. Okay, Glenn Close, a la fatal attraction. Fucking relax, okay? If if having your boobs held is your condition for a long lasting relationship, just go get a fucking mammogram and call it a day. It's amazing. She's amazing. I feel like Nick needs a speech therapist.
0: He talks like he has a retainer
1: and rubber bands in it. And trust me, I know about orthodontia because I had braces for four years and I had a headgear. So just, just envision that for a second. I had a headgear with an adhesive forehead strap. And it went all around my head like a fucking orbit. So for me to even sleep, I had to tuck my chin into my throat and then just stick my forehead on a pillow. I had to plank. I basically invented plank. planking. It was sexy. And with my braces, I stuck to metallics because it was very chic. Uh, like bitches who got the, the yellow ones or green or blue. Like, fuck off. Or pink. Baby pink. Ugh, oh, I knew this one bitch. And I hate her now. I went to middle school with her and high school with her, and she used to get baby yellow, baby pink, baby blue. Like, no. No, honey. you want to, It's like Easter egg colors. It's disgusting. Or Jordan almonds. Fucking gross. I used to get gold, which um, I don't know if I was like, trying to be a fly girl or look like I have grills. I don't know what the thought process was, but I was pretty much killing it in middle school. Sex on a stick. Literally, because my body type was like a stick. I would kill for that body type now. Things are packing on post London, guys. I don't know what the fuck happened. It's like, I'm, it's just disgusting. Anyways. Uh, Yeah. Oh, you know who I like? Raven. She's the fashion boutique owner. From buttfuck nowhere. She's thin. She's nice. She seems normalish. She's got raven black hair. I'm fairly positive that raven isn't her actually name, actual name. But that's fine. So back at the manch. The first one-on-one goes to tall Danielle M. Good for her. I'm trying to decide in this moment how I feel about Liz. I can't decide if she's kind of normal- And that's why she's acting weird because she feels so uncomfortable in this setting, which I would understand. Or is she just quiet and manipulative as fuck? I also like Taylor. She's um, clearly a diversity hire, but only half. She's half something. I got to figure it out. She's a mental health counselor. So clearly she's come to the mansion to um, recruit some clients. Corinne steals Nick three times. This bitch is fucking nuts. If you know Nick, you know he's not looking for someone like that. That's what Taylor says. Dear Taylor, you've known Nick 16 hours. I know my Amazon Prime delivery person more than you know Nick. Don't be so fucking stupid. Like, think about what you say before you say it. So Taylor... Goes back and steals Nick from Corinne, aka Glenn Close. And Corinne is pissed because Taylor reinterrupted her. Reinterrupted, she says. I'm no Stephen Hawking, but I'm pretty sure that's not a fucking word. So Taylor starts doing her community college trained psychoanalysis on Nick, and she insists that Nick wants intellectual conversation and loves her brain. Honey, you're pretty, but if you're such a genius, you wouldn't be on this fucking show, okay? Please. So Corinne tries to give the girls her Oprah Winfrey pep talk, and I like that as she drinks, she gets increasingly more nasally. I smell a hint of Jew in Corinne. I just smell it. She's from Florida. She lives with her parents in their condo. I, You know what I'm obsessed with when she says, I run a multi-million dollar company. Okay, your corner office with a view is a breakfast nook in your parents' 1972 condo, unrenovated condo. I don't know what game she's trying to pull, but she's very Florida. I'll just leave it at that. Is she from Boca or Tampa or Fort Lauderdale? I don't really know Florida that well, but, you know, I just imagine Jews with pinky rings and and buffets. That's all I'm going to say about that. So Corinne gives her little speech, motivational speech. And then Nick comes and gives Corinne the first rose. I literally gasped. What a baller. Have you noticed every time she hugs him, she squeals? She then says in her interview, my dad would be proud. Who the fuck's your dad? That's disgusting. Ew. XOXO, gossip girl. How amazing (laughs) when she said that. I mean, I cringed. I got the cringe sweat. What are you on? Text me and let me know because I want to get on that level. And also, what Ukrainian hooker did you get those extensions from? And what the fuck are you talking about ever? I, I never know what she's talking about, but obviously I love her. So, Danielle and Nick on the one on one date get in a helicopter and head to Newport. Super Gentile. She seems nice. Which means nothing to me. Nice is literally the last adjective I'd want people to describe me. It's such a throwaway term. Um, There are people that said, you know, Osama Bin Laden was nice. Nice means nothing. Nice is a behavior. It's not a personality attribute. That's just the truth. So they get on their helicopter. They land on a yacht in Newport. Super normal. I'm sure that Nick does that all the time. Back at the mansion, Liz be straight triflin', okay? Her back tattoo is throwing me off big time. So she pulls aside Kristen. Kristen spelled like Christianity with an E. She's got ombre hair. She's built like a poly pocket. And she 100% wears a full-time bumpet, 100%. But like, I kind of like her. Danielle is sweet, but boring as fuck. I want to know nothing about her. She's pretty. I like her hair. But at this moment in time, at the beginning of the date, I'd say she was a refill contestant for me, meaning like she's on screen. I refill my drink. And just when I went to go refill my cocktail, she drops a sob story. That's what I'm talking about. That's how you play the game on The Bachelor. Okay? Okay. I respect her timing and her delivery. I would definitely bring a sob story into the mix if I was a contestant. It would be fabricated to protect my privacy. But I think I'd go with something that makes me seem charitable. Like, you know, in college, I took a summer to rescue these Somalian orphans. And, you know, I was going to adopt one of them. And then they were killed. Is that too graphic? I don't know. Something that made me seem nurturing and, you know, open-minded and maternal. I don't know. I'd have to work on it. But it would definitely involve orphans because I think that's a good look. Preferably non-white orphans. So a different country. A third world country I think would be a good look. Maybe one that has a Zika um, warning. So I seem also a little bit dangerous. I don't know. I have to work on it. But we'll see. So that goes well. He gives her the rose. She's happy. Yay. Yay, Danielle. Okay, so then for the group date. They go to, what was it? The Museum of Broken Relationships, a.k.a. ABC Headquarters. I have never heard of this museum. I'm unsure how it stays open. It sounds god-awful. It's literally the dumbest shit ever. Until the museum director says they have a live breakup exhibit. And we all know how I feel about a public breakup. It's my favorite shit ever. It's unbelievable. So, Liz the doula. So side note. What the fuck is a doula? I have to google that after. I don't I feel stupid asking anybody because I feel like I should know. Is it like a birthing attendant or like a lamaze? Like, I feel like it has something to do with childbirth, which is probably why I know nothing about it because the whole premise of childbirth scares the fuck out of me. This is awful to say, but if, I mean, surrogacy, like, I get you, Camille Grammer. I totally get it. The thought of not drinking, not eating sushi, not eating deli meats. I'm Jewish. I love a fucking pastrami sandwich. For nine months, getting fat as fuck, and then pushing a human out of your vagine while people are in the room. And then you shit yourself in front of your husband. I, I, I can't. I'm sorry. It's scary to me. I'm, I think it's weird that nobody talks about how scary it is. That's fucking scary. I get that it's beautiful. I get that it's an experience. I get that it's like God's creation and it's beautiful and blah, blah, blah. I, that shit's scary. And quite frankly, a little bit gross. It's gross. I'm going to be a slutty pregnant person. That's my goal. I want to dress exactly the same way as I do now, but as a pregnant... Actually, more slutty. I'm going to wear crop tops. I'm going to wear definite 2 piece string bikinis, because then I feel like my muffin top will just... It'll be okay. It'll be socially acceptable. So I'm going to get... Shit's going to get weird. I'm going to basically walk around in like Jennifer Lopez's uh, Grammy outfit, circa 2000 with P. Diddy, the, the Versace, I'm going to wear that. That's going to be like my daytime look when I'm pregnant. Oh, my tits. They're going to be so awful. It's scary. It's just, it's not going to be, it's not going to be cute. Anyways, back to The Bachelor. Um, Liz delivers a super Aki breakup monologue with like this wide-eyed smile. She's very t- Tina Fey vibes. Tina Fey mixed like with a little bit of a like a psycho and and someone who who camps a lot i think i'm just really talking about her dragon tattoo so nick surprisingly he sends her home and that was a good move on his part because it is weird why didn't she text him in nine fucking months like i i don't get it I don't get her. Bye girl. Bye Felicia so she's she's out. And that's that. To be continued. Next up on my DVR, obviously Vanderpump Rules, which was fantastic per usual and never disappoints. This weekend, I felt like I was on a Bravo show. It was my it was my Closest um, experience. So it was Saturday night. I went out to dinner, me and Andrew, with Stasi and Rachel O'Brien, who's been on this podcast. She has her own podcast too. It's very funny, both of them. And some people from Southern Charm. Now, I'm obsessed with Southern Charm. I think it is fucking incredible. So Rachel texted me to invite me because she knows that I get a big boner for Southern Charm. And so we had Danny there and her fiancé, Naomi and Craig. We did a little teppanyaki dinner. So basically, I was the only person who's not on a reality show, which is exactly what I'd like to be in any outing. Um, And Andrew. Although Andrew, uh, Andrew technically is a background character on The X Factor. If you see, like, a cute blonde guy with headphones, like, having a little cerebral palsy twitch in front of a piano, that would be Andrew. So it was basically just me. Um, Unless you count a very, very memorable performance on Bad Girls Club. I was on Bad Girls Club this year, and I refuse to watch it. Um, Although, well, I'm not even going to get into it. But, yeah. Yeah won't watch it, can't watch it, don't need to watch it. So yeah, I mean, who am I kidding? I'm a reality star. That 30 seconds on Bad Girls Club stole the show. Stole the fucking show. So we went to dinner. It was fab. Everyone is so fucking nice and normal and refreshing. I almost feel uncomfortable even commenting on the shows because – it's It feels weird, but I'm still gonna, obviously. So afterwards, after dinner, we went to Pump, which was like, I mean, that's like going to the funeral home with Phaedra Parks. It's just, it's an experience. It's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. Kristen came and met up, and it's just, you know what? No shade. I just genuinely like them. It was so much fun. We had dirty martinis. I stayed up till 1.30 p.m., which is approximately four hours past my bedtime and I, I mean i don't even know who i was it was unbelievable wild and crazy guys um i don't okay let's just talk shit about people i actually don't know and i don't like not necessarily don't like but just don't know um okay tom sandoval looks like jacqueline Foley or whatever that character was from devil wears prada i have said that Mixed with Stacy London. Okay, The the streaks. Any man that has gray streaks in his hair and brings a straightening iron to get signed to a NASCAR event likes it up the butt. Okay, I said it. Up the butt. Tom Sandoval, up the butt. And that's not mean. It's not mean to say somebody likes it up the butt. I think it's adorable. Um... So, they're up in Sonoma celebrating Ariana's birthday at NASCAR in an RV. My actual nightmare. Um, You know what? Britney needs some type of Nobel Peace Prize for not Lorraine bobbiting Jax. I like Jax. I think he's great television. I think he's in on the joke. I think he's funny. But I would literally cut Andrew's brake cables if he said some of the shit that Jax says like with the folding demands here's the thing with guys that I don't understand okay it's one thing if you're some fucking middle eastern prince affording some lap of luxury and you have a traditional role relationship where the man provides and then the woman takes care of the home and herself and her man and that's what her quote-unquote job is okay and everyone relax I'm not saying that's the way I'm saying that's That works for a lot of people, okay? I understand. I'm a little bit emasculating, so I tend to... We have more traditional gender roles in my relationship, okay? Andrew does dishes. Andrew does laundry. He will wake up when we have a kid and, you know, do diapers. It's not like that. But, you know, I tend to take on the more home maker role because that works for us. Okay. And the thing I don't understand is that when men demand certain expectations, when they aren't providing the same thing, you shouldn't have a sandwich on call and perfectly folded, steamed laundry when you're not bringing, you have to match energies. Okay. That's what I'm saying. My friend Ruth Ann's therapist taught her that the best way to live life is to match energies. So like if your significant other is being a C, you don't, don't be an A. Do you know what I mean? You have to match them. C being like on a grading system. I'm not talking about cup size. Just to clarify, because that's a theme here. Um, Lots of life lessons in this podcast. That's all I'm saying. So yeah, that's my two cents. You're welcome. Also, I had never really been to Pump, but Pump is actually quite pretty. The trees are pretty. The candlelight's pretty. It feels a little dirty, not going to lie. I was super nervous that DJ James Kennedy was going to be there and I was going to, like, shit myself. And the funniest thing is that the DJ booth, is it's just empty behind there. It's a ghost DJ. Just, it's a playlist. It's a full-blown playlist. Um, I feel like the decor of Pump is quite like lisa's recent party looks on real housewives of beverly hills it's just it's pretty but it's a lot like the booths are leather and velvet and studded and purple and swirly and pink and crystalled and just everything's a clusterfuck the outfit that she worked with um that mesh rhinestone glove And then her clip-in ponytail, complete with a Chico's couture jumpsuit, still gives me nightmares. And the pink and purple thing, like, we got to get off the hot pink and the purple. The fuchsia, magenta, it's, it's, I can't. We all know how I feel about the color purple. Anyone who says that the color purple is their favorite color is a full-blown fucking psychopath. Or, like, fuchsia? No. It's not okay. It's, if you're, if you're six years old... And you have a Lunchable in your in your backpack, then that's fine. But it's just weird for a grown woman to like freak over the color purple. Now let's talk about Lala. I just can't with Lala. She talks about the private planes and Range Rovers and blah, blah, blah. Honey, let's... Okay, go buy yourself a non-flammable outfit before you fly private. Let's start small here. Also... Stop talking like you have a fucking diamond grill in. You are as white as a Wonder Bread sandwich made with discount bologna. You're from Utah. Don't act like... Where are you from? Like like you're so hood with your fizz face. By the way, I don't even know what a fizz face is. But, I, but you shouldn't have one. So she's trying to quit. And it's kind of left at that. I mean... If she's not guilty, why does she need to quit? Why can't she handle it? Why can't she just tell everyone who the fuck she's dating? Oh, because he's such a celebrity. Like, don't, please. Bitch, please. No, he's not. And don't act like you're so, you know, private. I have seen, I've basically seen your tits and your vagina. So now all of a sudden you're going to respect the privacy of your uber famous boyfriend? No. Not true. Untrue. Ugh. So that's that. To be continued. Um, everyone, if you are in Los Angeles, I have a very exciting announcement. Please, please, please come join me this Thursday. It's January 12th at St. Felix in Hollywood. There's two. There's one in West Hollywood and there's one in Hollywood. We are going to be at the one in Hollywood I go on at 8.30 p.m. I'm going to try to roofie my grandma Gloria to perform a Streisand medley as my opening act. So you want to get there early. Limited spots. Um, We're starting small at the beginning. Hopefully we'll be at Staples Center by next week. But for now, it's a very intimate venue. So get there early. Drink some blue cheese stuffed martinis with me. I will be hand stuffing them, obviously, And wearing gloves because I don't want anyone to get salmonella or E. coli. Safety first. Although I would like to get salmonella probably in a couple months right before my wedding because this workout routine is not really working out for me. And um, subscribe, follow me at Jackie Schimmel everywhere, anywhere, all day, every day. And hopefully I'll see you guys Thursday if you're in LA. If not, hopefully we'll be coming to your state soon, unless you live in Florida. JK, JK. Ladies, I will see you, ladies and gentlemen, I will see you next motherfucking Tuesday.